Good morning, everybody. This is Tawana, and this is the darker side of mental health. Um, today is very gloomy here in Cleveland. Actually, the weather is pretty, the temperature is like 60-something, but the winds are like extremely high, so I'm like in the house. I am probably going to go out later because I have to pick up some things for the house, like some stuff that I didn't get during during the week. Anyway, I have had a very, very up and down type of a week today. Let me tell you, I have been like battling with my daughter over the choices that she makes. Well, my baby daughter, Dion, she's not so much of a baby, but she's my youngest daughter. Her name is Dion. So she had a perfect, beautiful, wonderful job at the Cleveland Clinic here, right? And she's with that shit of a boyfriend of hers. And I've talked about him before on this podcast. He's a fucking asshole. He's abusive to her mentally, physically, and emotionally abusive to her. He's just, and he doesn't work. And she takes care of him and his kid that she don't have by him. Now, they have a son, Legend. My daughter has two kids. One by him, but his daughter is not by my daughter. Anyway, long story short, she... And I, and I feel kind of guilty about this because maybe she got this from me because of the shit I put up with with David. OK, so that's why I care so much, I think. But anyway, so this so first they had broke up. She was doing really well. She loved her job. And then um, he gets back in the picture. She start hating her job. She don't want to work this, that and the other. Right. So then I started. I, I, I know the pattern. I, I see the fucking pattern. I live that pattern. Right. And I see her going through it. You know, once she he's out the picture, she's doing so much better. Soon he gets in, things start falling apart. Call it whatever you want. I personally believe that certain people should not be around you because their energy will bring you down and some other type of stuff. Anyway, so he's back in the picture, right? And now she hates her job at the Cleveland Clinic, a job she fought to get, mind you. She fought to get this fucking job. She started missing days. I mean, like weeks. Of days you can't do that and she ain't even been there six months okay you can't do that when you got a job so she started missing days then you know what happens she gets fired so this week I'm like dealing with that emotionally and I'm talking to different people about it uh, people in the fa- you know that's close to me and my family about it and they are telling me well you can't worry about it, you can't worry about it. but here's my thing well you have kids as a mother I have kids and I see that they're heading for a disaster right how can you let them let the train just run over them I never I don't get that part I don't understand that part but me caring so much about what was going on with her trying to make sure she makes the right decisions was putting me in a downward spiral mentally so what I had to do was completely back away from it you know I know I know I feel it, you know, intuition, mother's intuition, whatever you want to call it. I know that this is not going to end well because this fucking idiot has three counts of felony five because he was distributing medic um, drugs, fentanyl, heroin type drugs, meth type drugs in Sandusky, Ohio. And we're black. OK, Sandusky is predominantly white. So he's going to prison. He's going through a trial now, which is a waste of time for taxpayers. But what the hell ever? He should have just took a play. Anyway, long story short. I see, I see it, you know, I see, it's like, I see the outcome of all this and she's going to be shitted on once again. But I, for my mental health, I have to step aside because I was like so upset. Couldn't, you know, I already have insomnia really fucking bad. I couldn't really relax or sleep because 
I'm like stressed out about her decisions and her life, but it's her life, her decisions, right? It's what she, it is, it's all about what she, I mean, that's what she does. Even though she's my youngest daughter, she's still an adult and she's got to live with that. I love, I lived with every decision I made. I live with you. I have to live with it. You know, I'm going through this whole pelvic dysfunction crap. And I think that because I was not taking care of myself when I was younger, Look what happened. I felt that way about when I had the hysterectomy in 2012. I took that as a trooper. Everybody else was like, oh, you're having a hysterectomy, blasey, blasey. I took it as um, judgment rep- retribution of the way that I live my life. We, I mean, karma always come back around to you. And in my mind, everything that happens to me, I'm g- beginning to understand that it's because of decisions that I made in my life. You know, I was really upset and, you know, just really being a bitch with it uh, about the whole David situation. But you know, honestly, the signs was there. I did not heed to the signs. Therefore, the situation with my life, you know, being single, looking at people around me that's my age, that's married and committed relationships on the outside, because we don't know how it is intimately with these people. We only see the outside, the shallow view of it. Um, how they're all in the relationship and how I want to be in a relationship, but I'm not because right now I have PTSD because of relationships. Thanks to David Parker. But, um, I blame that. I I can't blame him for that. I have to blame myself. So looking at my daughter and it's choices she's making, she has to live with that. And when it's time for her to pay the piper or so to speak, or answer for it or have karma come back to her when she starts to get aligned, with the universe, whatever, she's going to see that the same way I do. At least that's my hope for her. You know, I have been um, on a spiritual journey, this, this self-discover, discover, the self-discovery journey for a while now. And I'm finding out that a lot of things about myself, I didn't know. That's one. Secondly, uh, I was trying to live, improve myself to people who really, I, really doesn't matter that's two and I'm becoming I'm getting to a place where I accept myself and I think that everybody has to have that journey and even though I'm her mother and I want and I see the disaster coming I see the freight train coming I cannot intervene in that because this is something she has to do so this whole week I've been like in a tizzy with that on the flip side I know if you guys listened to my last podcast about the mouse in my house, I think the mouse is gone. Um, I don't know for sure. I know that some poison because I have poison. I bought decon. I went crazy with decon. And a lot of the decon is eight has been eaten. So I'm thinking is it, it, it ate it and it's dead somewhere. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I haven't seen any other signs of it or heard any other signs, even though I, I'm like a warrior. You know, I have OCD. So any little thing in the house that when the house settles or whatever, that's what my mother used to say. When the house creaks or what up, I feel that it's the damn mouse. But I haven't seen any more shredded anything. So I'm um, right now. I'm trying to breathe shallowly. Okay, Christmas is coming up. Um, and I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> I'm not, you know, Christmas is coming up. It is what it is. I want it to be over. I just want 2022 to get here and everything to go back to normal as normal as it is. And when I say normal, that's the after that's the pre post holiday shit. I'm like so sick of all this holiday crap already. Um, and it, it, it's just 
it's draining. It's so draining. The world in and of itself is draining me. All this bad shit that's going on in the world that we have to deal with. We get up to the same shit every day. And it's like uh, you need some kind of escapism. Escape. <laughs> I just make up words like Snoop Dogg. But I need an escape. You know, I think we all need an escape. Mental escape. Um, emotional escape. Physical escape. So, you know, I was talking to my therapist yesterday. And he said he's going to the Caribbean for a couple of days. Um, and I am planning on going to either I'm doing a staycation here in Cleveland where I'm turning off my phone, disappearing, you know, leaving my house because I can't stay in my house. If I stay in my house, people will find me. So I'm thinking I'm just going to do a staycation, get a hotel room with room service and just mellow out for a weekend or I'm going to go to NOLA. And um, I really want to go to NOLA. So I'm thinking I'm leaning more towards that. I don't want to go during the height of everything Mardi Gras time, but I'm really leaning towards NOLA. And um, just get a get escape for a while. Just be away from everything for a while. Be away from people. Be away from problems. Be away from decisions. Just mellow out. So that's my whole goal for for what I'm trying to do. And I think that once I take that vacation or staycation, I mentally, I'll be mentally able to deal with things. Um, even though we've all been like away from work or staying at home the people that's working from home, it seems like we haven't been really in a bustle, a hustle, everything, but the every this world gets you exhausted. And when you have a mental illness, you have to take care of that. That's why self-care is so, so, so fucking important. It's just so important to um to do when especially I mean, even if you don't have a mental health this the um it issue you need time to just unwind and discover who you are. And that's why I love yoga, meditation and all of that so much, because it gives you it gives me the time to actually deal with some shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's an internal type th- thing for me. I, I mean, I'm loving the journey that I'm on. I, I love it. So to, um, to lighten the mood. I am losing weight like on a rapid pace. I'm so excited by this because I'm still not where I want to be, but baby steps. So I'm in the 190 zone to going from 222, damn near 230 to 240 zone to 190 is like a blessing. So I'm hoping by this is December, February 1st, I'll be down to the 180 zone. And then once I get down to the 180 zone, you know, I make my little milestones that way I know and I'm having realistic thoughts right now that I cannot get back down to and you know my father is such an asshole because he's always well you should be down to 130 yeah well you should shut the fuck up I have four kids I'm 46 years old I think if I maintain my weight at 170 you know what I'm saying I'm doing pretty fucking good people cannot even be you know my father is such a hypocritical asshole when it comes to things I mean you can't even be happy I feel good. As long as I feel good and my weight is where I want it to be, then shut the fuck up. I mean, people have, and that's so fuck, that's so bad that people like my, my, my father, you know, they cannot be happy for you. They always got to put a negative spin on things and see that I cannot be around that. So I'm making some tough decisions coming up in the next couple of days, weeks, however you want to look at it, that I'm going to really take take a, a, a firm stance and stay away from certain people and certain individuals because I don't need that mental that mental 
um, drop kick. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing pretty good. So if I'm doing good, don't say something that'll put me in a tizzle. And I wish everybody could, could get that. And for a long time, like I was telling the therapist that I talked to on Talkspace, I was telling her, you know, sometimes we have to something. This is my thinking. I was thinking my mother and father, they're um, getting older. So I have to deal with their shit because I don't want any on it. But see that, you know, any nothing unsaid when they die or whatever or however you look at it. But you know what? That's not cool because you're going to put yourself in a deadly situation. That's not cool. You know. It used to be so toxic to go for holidays. This is why I hate holidays. One of the points is because we used to have to go, you know, it was like, well, holidays you have to spend with your family. And I'm finding out you don't even have to do that. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to do that. Thanksgiving for me was wonderful this year. Yes, I got in a, yes, my mindset, you know, my, I, I did not do well mentally in the beginning, middle or end of it, but I would managed and it wasn't to the point where I wanted to, I was like, depressed, you know, after the whole holiday thing passed, I was better, I was in a better mental place than I ever been before. Usually, usually like Thanksgiving, Christmas, I would get into that, that downward spiral. And once I get into that downward spiral, okay, it will be weeks before I get out and like Thanksgiving, I will get into that downward spiral during Thanksgiving. And right when I'm about to come out, fucking Christmas hit this year, that spiral was like gone the next day after Thanksgiving. So I am getting better and I see that, but I attribute that to therapy. I attribute that to my, to my self-care practices, which is yoga and meditation. I attribute that to all the platforms I use to talk about what's going on with me. And, you know, I, in, in, you have to be able to get it out of your system. Certain things, and I'm learning this from yoga, guys. Certain things you cannot carry around. Like, I'm learning through yoga that your body carry these toxins and they carry them. And the toxins just build up in your body. Once you start releasing these toxins, they go away and you feel lighter and you feel better. You know, some of the poses, the majority of the poses in um in Astanga yoga that I practice, the, it, you do these bends and you feel the pain, you feel the achiness of the pain and, um, and not to be gross. I'm just going to talk about forward bends, forward bends in Astanga, it, um, helps with the digestion, right? So when I'm feeling like very heavy in, in, in my stomach or feel bloated or whatever, I start doing a, a shitload of forward bends. The four, I'll feel achy after I do them and then all of a sudden the release. And I mean, when I say release, it's like I start farting. Sorry if I'm grossing people out, belching or whatever it is. And then once I do all of that, the toxins have left my body. I feel much better. And that's the same thing about. Um, that's the same thing about just releasing toxins period, when you talk about it. So if you're carrying around guilt, or if you're carrying around um, self-loathing symptoms, self-worry, whatever it may be, start talking about it, start releasing that toxin out into the atmosphere, let it go, clean it out of your system, and you'll feel much, much better. You know, I am learning now, I asked my guru to teach me um, um, breath control, breath technique, breath retention, 
parana, parana, I can't even say it, the Indian word for it, but it's breath control. So I'm, because I got into, let me tell you, the asanas, which is the poses of Astanga, is awesome, wonderful. I love it as a, as the physical, but the breathing and understanding the breathing and releasing the toxins, there's a technique, there's a breath control technique where you're breathing and you feel the toxin. Well, for me, I feel the toxins leaving my body and I feel more, much better. It clears my mind. You know what I'm saying? So I'm learning that because I do not want toxins in my body. I do not want them at all, at all. And one thing about um, doing yoga daily, like I do it, you detox your body, even if you don't think you're detoxing your body. It, when you put your devotion, your um, commitment into it, you start detoxing your body and it feels so good. So that's what that's my message for everybody. If you feel emotionally built up, if you feel angry about something, stop stuffing that shit down because it'll kill you. Start talking about it. Start talking about it. I mean, um, I'm all for that. If you feel angry, don't talk about it at that time. Right. Wait, don't hold it. But, you know, wait, journal about it, write about it, contemplate about it, whatever you're going to do, but release it somehow to I mean, when you're ready, you don't want to get into a fist fight. But when you're ready, release it. You know, once you release it, you feel much calmer, you feel much better regard. And here's another thing. Fuck what these people think. We live our lives so much on what this person thinks, not fucking ticking people off saying things that's politically correct or whatever. Now I'm not saying go out there and be a big ass racist or go out there and be very inconsiderate, but you don't let don't feel that you have to get approval from everybody. The only person you need approval for is your God and yourself. That's it. My whole life, I've been a people pleaser and I used to a lot of my worries, a lot of my things. And I see that in my kids and I hate it. But it came from I got to I got to be OK because I don't want them talking bad about me. So I don't give a shit at this point in my life. Forty six years old. Talk shit about me. I don't care. I know what's going on in my life. I know that my life is OK. I'm OK with my life. And as long as I'm OK with my life, I can give a fuck what you think, what you feel, how you how you see things. Or how you can make things better. You know, I see my daughter because my daughter took a long time to tell me she got fired from Cleveland Clinic. Right. And I knew it. You know, I knew it. And then I felt, you know, after I started going inward and. um, You know, just going inside myself, I saw what was going on with her. And that when I say inward, I mean, meditating on it and. um. When I start meditating on everything that was going on with her, trying to get myself out of this downward fucking spiral, I put myself in. OK. Once I started that, I started to see that she did not she did not want it. She was she did not want people to come at her like, oh, you're a fuck up, blah, 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 which unfortunately I did that. But um, she didn't want that. So she kept it to herself and keeping it to herself. It, it, it causes shit to happen, you know, it causes you to worry, causes headache, causes stomach aches, whatever you want to call it. And I felt really bad about that. I still feel bad about that because it is her life. She is grown. I do not have to approve of her decisions, even though I hate the dude that she with God. And I see the issues that she's about to face. I can't say anything about it because it's her life. She got to find out for herself. Right. The only thing I could do 
is be there to support her in whatever she decides to do or whatnot. And, um, yeah, I mean, the same thing she was going through, I was going through, I've been through, I'm not going through it anymore because I got wiser and better at it. But, you know, I did not want my father to think that I felt at anything. So I will cover up stuff and covering up stuff weighs on you or you don't say, you neglect to say stuff and bad stuff happens when you do that. I'm just saying it's better to be honest and I'm brutally honest now about everything. It's better, in my opinion, it's better to be brutally honest instead of holding on to trying to make things happen better for other people so they could see you the way they want to see you. Not the way you want to be saw, but the way they want to see you, right? So that that whole thing is crazy. It's just crazy how we are as people. Even though we don't think we're doing it, we are. And we don't understand the mental or physical damage that it does to us. A lot of things in my life stems from shit that happened to me in childhood. Why? And I'm finding that out in therapy and I'm finding that out in meditation and yoga. I was like, I pretty much dummy myself down to make other people feel good about themselves. You know, I accepted my brother who I love to death and I still love him, even though I can't deal with my brother because he talks shit about me and he does stuff to put me down. And I used to say, it's okay. He could put me down because it makes himself feel good. That's not okay. And I put a stop to that. And now our relationship is not the same because of that. And oh, well, you know what I'm saying? You know, oh, well, then if that's the case, our relationship was never what I thought it was because you, your, our relationship was based on you putting me down and making me feel like shit and fucking my mental. So I'm learning a lot of things and I feel, you know, I do love my brother, but I don't miss none of that because he will always put me down, make me feel bad about myself. David the same way, my father the same way. I don't need those times, time, time. And they did it because it made them feel, it made them superior. But see, here's my thing. Fuck you. You ain't going to make me feel bad. Deal with yourself. And that's my whole thing right now. I'm not no one's um, doormat. And I'm not going to let you say stuff about me. First of all, that's not true. Secondly, that you you projecting your shit on me. I'm not going to allow that anymore. And once I start doing that, these I'm realizing that these people really wasn't the relationship with these people really wasn't what I thought it was. It was all based on bullshit and to protect my mental health and my physical health and my and my life. I have to I have to stop that. And I feel great about it. You know, the loss of these people or the relationships that I thought they were are nothing compared to me being mentally stable, me being emotionally okay, me waking up in the morning and not feeling like I want to kill myself or I don't want to be here anymore. You know what I'm saying? So those are my little tidbits about everything. Now, as always, you can leave me your message, text message or voice message, and I will answer it. I have um, I have also in the in the description, in the description, you could in the description of this, you can also. Um, I, I left like if you want to check out the schedule for um, yoga it's there. Or, you know, it, it'd be great if you want to learn self-help, self-help techniques. Also, I am, you know, OCD Peers is a group. Uh, it, I do groups on OCD Peers, mostly Saturday groups. You can sign on to those groups. 
I also, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention before I leave this is that I'm doing some things on Flowell. It's a yoga, it's a site for yogi people. Everything on Flowell, because people ask me this all the time, everything on Flowell, all the money that's generated on Flowell, which is not much, you could donate a dollar. Everything, and you can learn yoga with me. Everything on Flowell is donated to OCD peers and OCD game changers to help pe minority people get the help that they need with mental health issues. I am a mental health advocate above all else. And everything that I do is to help other people get the emotional, mental, physical help that they need. You know, that's why I got into yoga. That's why I'm getting into yoga therapy to help people. Everything in my life is done holistically now. I do not take medications for anything. I don't advise that unless you do the research for yourself. And if you do, if you're doing the research for yourself and you feel that you want to be like me, but as for me, I don't want to do the medication. I gained all that fucking weight and the medicate and I just don't want to do it. So, um, that's a whole other thing. And if you've been listening to my podcast, you know where I'm at with the medication and the side effects of the me medication, even though people say, oh, you can hardly see it. Bullshit. I'd rather do things on my own. I think it's better. Plus medication in my book is like alcohol and masks. It masks things. Sometimes you just have to go through the shit, right? So that's where I'm at now. So if you want that type of lifestyle, fine. Just reach out to me. All that information will be in the description of this um, podcast. So until next week, guys, I hope you guys are encouraged. Stay encouraged. Stay mentally strong. Put together a self-care plan for yourself so that you're able to deal, do your own self-care thing and live a life that is beneficial to you, not to others, to you. Until next time, guys. See you later.